We here are all such innovative people. So I am telling you, if you want to change the world, you're at Georgia Tech. You can do that. If you want to build the Iron Man suit, you're at Georgia Tech. You can do that. If you want to play theme music during your convocation speech like a badass, we're at Georgia Tech. We can do that. I am doing that. And we are doing this. This is the podcast known as What's the Good Word? A podcast about Georgia Tech athletics by Georgia Tech alum and fans for Georgia Tech alum and fans. My name is Steve and I am the alum. His name is Joshua. He is the fan. Joshua, what's the good word? To hell with Georgia and why'd you slap me in the chest? I just wanted to give me a a, a Ric Flair. I gave you a flare chop. Ow! There you go. Right back at you. (laughs) Well, I gave you a chop because we need to acknowledge right off the bat, it is time to acknowledge. Acknowledge him. The Georgia Tech alum. The greatest Georgia Tech alum that has ever alum currently in the world right now. And I don't even know if just currently. I think of all time. All right. The greatest thing that Tech has produced. Go ahead. Roman Reigns continuing his reign. Now he is going through some trouble, Stephen. His cousins from the bloodline, Jimmy and Jay Uso, main event Jay Uso, turned his back on him. Yes. It's now he's now only got the wise man Paul Heyman and Solo Sokoa. None of whom are Georgia Tech alum or fans, to my knowledge. Yeah, as far as I know, not at all. But um, Roman, the, the empire might be crumbling, but Roman is still champion. He is, I believe he's broken. He's still over 1,000 days. He's, he's getting thousand. up on 1,100. No, not quite there yet. He's at about 1,020, 25. He's coming. Like we could ask our good friend Elijah, friend of show. He would tell us exactly how many. Wrestling tonight. correspondent Elijah yes, Julian. Exactly. So that's a minute of Roman Reigns, which counts because he's a Georgia Tech alum. So uh, we welcome you into the show. We've got, welcome to the summer edition. We're recording this two weeks after our last show. A little bit less news going around in the summer, but still some things to talk about. Joshua, I believe we will be talking about Georgia Tech basketball first. There's a quick little golf story I want to go over, and then we will be talking uh, some football. And I believe we should just get right into talking about the basketball. You reached over and grabbed my laptop because I think you're going to mention a few things. I am. So we've got a hodgepodge of basketball news that we're going to mention. Some of it is related to 2023. Some of it is related to 2024 because Damon Stoudemire is on his grind already. So the big one for 2023 is that Georgia Tech was – they made the final four – for a 2023 prospect by the name of Ibrahima Sako. Um, not exactly a well-known guy, doesn't have a 24-7 profile. Um, he's a zero-star recruit, but from everything that I have read, he's a very good athlete, comes from up north in Canada, A. Eh? Um, and he's a, obviously quite a good guy, considering he's gotten his final four is Georgia Tech, BYU, Oregon, and Xavier. So some very solid basketball programs up there in that um, top four. So we will let you know what happens with that. This top four was announced about a week ago. Haven't seen any movement since then on that. He is considered, I believe, the top 2023 incoming freshman still not committed at yes. this point. Ibrahim Sacco, uh, if you say, I think you pronounced it Sacco, which is McFoley's friend. So I believe it's Sacco. So. Ibrahim Sacco, we hope you choose Georgia Tech. 
Uh, I want to let everybody know that Damon Stoudemire, before we go with other recruits, want to let you know Damon Stoudemire appeared on a podcast, not our podcast. Coach, not yet. Coach Damon, we'd love to have you on. But he was on John Rothstein's College Hoops Today podcast. Gave a quick interview, was asked about his roster and what he likes. If you'll allow me, I will read his quote. Quote, I like it. I think it's solid. I think that we have interchangeable parts. We have good guard play. We have athleticism. And I am still adding. That is the thing about it. I want to add the right pieces. I am really patient. That is probably something else that I really wanted to do when I got back to being a head coach is be patient. I don't like being rushed. I am a processor. And at the end of the day, nothing is going to ever be perfect. And sometimes you have to pivot to get to where you want to go. I really like what we have. He went on in the interview. He went on in the interview to talk a lot about really liking that Miles Kelly is coming back. Said that Miles Kelly has, quote, an NBA jumper and believes he can develop him and hopefully his junior year will boost him and his chances of making the NBA one day. He talked a lot about Amari Abrams. He talked a little about Kowasi Reeves. Talked about his incoming freshman. Just kind of said that they are going to be a very athletic team, uh, and he liked what he had and liked the pieces he had to work with so far. So very positive things from Damon Stoudemire. Absolutely. Well, he's been grinding on the 2024 recruiting class, that's for sure, um, offering some pretty big-name guys. The first one he extended, or we got an off a visit from 2023 center Jazz Gardner. Right, it says 2023 on that on the website according to Fan Nation. I believe he has visited. He was scheduled to visit on June 18th. Okay, yes. So Jazz Gardner um, is somebody that has visited number 19 center in the country from California. Also visited Oregon and Texas Tech. So he took his um, visit. So that could be another thing that he adds potentially. Um, you've also got. A four-star guard from 2024, Jade Mustaf, taking an official official visit on the 20th and 21st. So that will be uh, probably the day that you're listening to this. So be on the lookout for that. Um, definitely has had... He's a 6'6 guard. His top five schools were listed as Florida State, Indiana, Miami, North Carolina State, and Virginia Tech. But he is taking a visit to Georgia Tech. Yes, so combo he's, guard. He's the number 27 player in the country, according to this story. Yeah, he's um, he's quite the basketball player. They also offered a 2025 five-star guard, Jasper Johnson. We're not going to dive too deep into him because that is a ways away. There's always going to be stuff that happens. The big one has been um, they they're, he's hot on the trail of two combo guards in the 2024 class. The first one is Curtis Givens, about the top 50th player in the 2024 class. Uh, he's got a lot of offers. Offers from Connecticut, Indiana, LSU, Texas, Villanova. Georgia Tech is the only one that he's taken a visit to so far, according to 24-7. So there's a little bit of momentum there. The other big one, this one was announced recently. Georgia Tech made the top four for Ahmed Noel, Ahmad Noel out of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. He is the considered the top the number 36 player in this class. Number five at the combo guard position. George Tech is in the top four with Tennessee, Connecticut, and Kentucky. So three national title contenders, the or two national title contenders, the reigning national champions, and George Tech. 
So that's a that's that's an impact. Well, you you've got to appreciate Coach Stoudemire swinging for the fences, if I may use a baseball analogy in talking about basketball. You know, you 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 mentioned the Jasper Johnson 2025 five star guard and said not a lot to say. At this point in time, he's considered the again according to SI.com and 24-7, the number three combo guard. So Damon Stoudemire is going after top players. He's going, I think he knows what he wants. You, the worst thing that can happen is they say no. You might as well ask, see what you land, and then have other players you're also scouting because not every transfer he brought in was a five-star or four-star. He knows what he wants. He knows what he wants to put together. We'll have to see how they play. We'll have to see how he coaches them. But as far as recruiting, I believe, according to some stat, the number 17 ranked transfer you know, class in the country, he is doing his job, which is adding pieces. And he brought back the top players from this last year's team, and there's a chance this team could be better and should be better based on how many players they're bringing in and all of whom seem like they might see some action on the court, or many of them. Yeah, no, he's, he's putting in work. All right, quickly, before we pivot to the, see what I did there? Pivot, uh, Pivot. Well, he, he said it in his uh, interview. I thought you were going to mention that. There you go. Well done. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, Ross, Coach Stoudemire, and it's a basketball term. I thought it would be good to just shout out the golf team. It was announced this last week that three of Georgia Tech's golfers made All-America mentions or teams Christo Lamprecht, Ross Steelman, and Connor Howe added more All-America honors to their resume. Got this off of ramblinrec.com. It is the first time since 2011 and only the second time uh, since the magazine. They were Golf Week magazine is who announced their 2022-2023 All-America teams. And it's only the second time since the magazine began choosing an All-America team that three Yellow Jackets have been named. The... What they were named was, uh, let me give it to you. It's All-America. Lamprecht and Steelman were named to the first team All-America, and Howe was in the honorable mention group. So want to shout out those gentlemen. They all had great seasons. Connor Howe, especially a five-year golfer at Tech, needs to be acknowledged his uh, great career. So thank you to those three gentlemen for putting up great stats, being a good representative of the golf team, and go Jackets. Go Jackets. Well, one piece of baseball news that I was able to get my hands on. Um, We'll probably have some recruiting stuff here eventually. Got to find a way to really easily access it because it's not on 24-7, which is very unfortunate. Um, But we had mentioned that Georgia Tech had fired their pitching coach as sort of Danny Hall's, you know, throw the assistants over before you get thrown over. Um, But he is bringing a new pitching coach by the name of Matt Taylor. Uh, Matt Taylor has been doing pitching stuff basically all his life. He was actually a made uh, a professional pitcher in the uh, baseball organizations. I'm, I'm not sure what I'm saying here. Um, he was a left-handed pitcher who played seven seasons in the Orioles system. I don't believe he ever made the MLB, but he was at least an organizational guy. He's also worked for the Orioles and the Pirates and the Braves. He worked three years for the Braves and, uh, as an assistant to pitching development. And he was also the pitching coach at Georgia State for three years, where their recruiting classes got noticeably better, and he was able to put up some decent numbers in a relatively tough 
with a relatively tough schedule, both in conference and out of conference. So, Matt Taylor, thank you for joining the Ojolicek Yellow Jacks. We look forward to seeing your work. Speaking of baseball, before we close that chapter, let me just also mention on ramblingwreck.com, I would like to shout out there is a two things. Number one, they are announcing there are tickets available for the ba- upcoming basketball season and volleyball season. You can order those tickets through ramblingrec.com, single game and also season tickets. But there is a great story about Matt Weeders, and the story is called Finishing What He Started. It's dated June 15th. It's done by Stan Autry. Great article about Matt Weeders coming back to Georgia Tech as an undergrad assistant in order to get his degree. There is, it's a very good read, doesn't take too much of your time. There's also some good video clips where he's interviewing him and talking to him. So good little read about just Matt Weeders. You know, he had a 13-year major league career, was drafted fifth overall, had had played on the Georgia Tech baseball team, and had not finished his degree and decided he wanted to come back. And along with that, approached Coach Danny Hall about being an undergrad assistant. Hall gave him that option. It's not often you get an all-star catcher to be part of your coaching staff. So Matt has been an undergrad assistant for the team and is finishing up his degree. Good read. Go check out that article. Joshua, I think it's time to talk some football. Oh, my. Yeah, y'all better buckle in for this one. That's going to be... A lot of information thrown at you here. I just want to let you know that my co-host Joshua, the Georgia Tech fan, he he is so knowledgeable about all these different sports. He tracks all these different stories. He brings a lot of the information that we go through in the show. But I want to let you know this is probably his favorite time because the recruiting class is really taking shape. And Well, it, I've got recruiting class stuff. I had the NFL draft a month or two ago. I've got NBA draft stuff to look into. It's This is this is the stuff that I enjoy, for lack of a better term, prospecting, just to borrow an old gold mining term. So I'm going to uh, – I will try to interject occasional questions or comments so that it's not just a lecture from the, from the Georgia Tech fan. I'll, Joshua, give you, I'll give you a chance after every single one. What is happening on the recruiting trail? Britt Key is throwing some Steph Curry bombs. He's been getting one after another from downtown. I believe the better term would be he's throwing some Sean Jones bombs. He's he's throwing some he's throwing some Joe Hamilton bombs. Let's keep it in the same sport. How about Mark Price? <laughs> no, keep it in. It's Joham. Okay. Either Listen, I grew up with a football team that never threw. Yeah. So I didn't experience Trust me, that. They did it in the past. Best quarterback I've ever watched is, is Jordan Yates. Um, anyway, so Georgia Tech, a lot of 2024 recruiting news. Now, preface all of this by saying the signing day of this class is very much later on in this year. There is plenty of potential for a lot more movement. On this front, kids can decommit, kids can have their offers pulled, like we saw with Chikari Williams. So, none of these kids are locked in yet, but they have all used a word that is supposed to mean locked in, as in committed, as in they're dedicated to joining this team. So, these are commits, but they can decommit from the commits, yes, which we should have them committed for doing. It's but. one of the things, either way. So, I'm going to go chronologically here, because thanks to 24 7, they give. Um, 
They give commitment dates. So, but what you're covering is just what's happened in the last two weeks. Yes. Okay. So this is going back. The earliest I'm going to go is just the 6th, which is the day after our last episode was uploaded. That is where Georgia Tech got its highest ranked recruit so far in the 2024 class. So far. So it's far. going to be higher. I've, I have sources. But anyway, Trey Horn committed to Georgia Tech out of Rabin Gap Nakuchi School in Rabin Gap, Georgia. He is a 6'3", 180-pound athlete. Considered about the 669th best, according to the composite. Um, 70th best athlete is what he's listed as. He's played a lot of uh, wide receiver. He caught 47 passes for 772 yards and seven touchdowns in 2022. Um, He's a speed demon. He runs an 11.27 in the 100-meter dash in track and field. Uh, He's also posted a uh, 20.8 or something in 20. 20-foot, 8.25-inch effort in the long jump. So he's quite athletic. Sorry, I was having to read the numbers. It was very weird. Um, He's also played some quarterback at times and has played a little bit of defense. But uh, it's assumed he's going to be a wide receiver for Georgia Tech. Quite an athlete. I believe somebody said that his 40 time was in the 4.3s, maybe the low 4.4s. So quite the athlete out wide for Georgia Tech. So the only thing I'll say to that good good story, but friend of show Kent probably has some stories of playing against Raven Gap. Really? Yes, Raven Gap is is a name in the lore of some of my friends. So it's a small so, Christian school? No, no, it's not that. No, not okay, at all. That's what you that's what you tended to play. No, so. stop, stop, stop. No, we, <laughs> it was it's it's a public school, probably a lower classification. I don't know about this Raven Gap school, but anyway. Either way, the next one was the next day. The 7th of June. Georgia Tech got some meat. Got some meat on the lines. And by that I mean they got a player whose nickname, according to his Twitter handle, is Meat. Nice. By a man by the name of Landon Marshall. Comes from Andalusia, Alabama, Andalusia High School. He is six foot three, two hundred and ninety pounds, Steven. He's a meat. He's got some meat on the bones. He's got some meat. Um he is about a he's considered nine he's at nine eighty five in the twenty seventh sports composite. Uh, 24-7 has him about 120 in the defensive line rankings, top 45-ish in Alabama. So um, he's not overly talented, right? He's not, like, blowing anybody away, but he's a big kid, looks like he's a space eater. And um, he had a a, um, decent offer sheet. I mean, he had offers from Arkansas, which is a good SEC school. Florida was giving him an offer, Florida State, LSU, Miami, Michigan. I mean, a lot of Power 5 schools looking at him, giving him some offers. But he picked Georgia Tech. Well done. Good job, Meat. Meat. Hey, Meat. It's what's for dinner. <laughs> where's the beef? So the next one. No, no, it's not gonna... where's the beef. He's Meat. Oh, my goodness. Beef is another guy. I'm trying to make jokes, and he just does. He's hating on my comedy, guys. Somebody get him. So the next one, um, on the 13th, Georgia Tech had two commits. First one is a tight end from Glenn Academy in Brunswick, Georgia. goes by the name of David Prince. He is six foot four, 220 pounds. Um, got a lot of size on him. 24-7 has him ranked as a 63rd tight end in this class. In the composite, he's not ranked, but um, he's 125 in Georgia, so a good, solid player. Um, had some offers from Arkansas, Liberty. Uh, had a few people that were looking at him. He also plays basketball and has run track. Um, was able to make the playoffs. Had 28 catches, 607 yards, and seven touchdowns in 2022. So good, solid athlete at the tight end position, which we know Georgia Tech needs some help in. 
Yeah, don't we have seven tight ends? Yeah, none of them seem to be able to play. Got it. Um, oh, ouch. Oh, man, I hope they're not listening. Either way. They know what they did last year. The other one that Georgia Tech got that day was running back Trelane Maddox from Parkview High School, local kid out of Lilburn. Uh, 6'1", 205. He's a tall running back, but he's put up some good numbers. He is considered about 856 in the composite nationally. Uh, he's listed as an athlete because I believe he's played a couple different um, sports running back and linebacker. He played at Buford actually last year, according to twenty four seven. So he is transfer or prior to his junior season, he attended Buford. He has now moved to Parkview. Very interesting to leave um, a powerhouse like Buford. But he also wrestles and competes in track and field. So very well rounded individual. Um, he ran a 100 meter dash and a twenty five forty four two hundred as a freshman. Um, also had some offers from Rutgers, Colorado, Duke, uh, 19 official offers. So actually a, a pretty solid pickup. It seems like he had some helium. Anything you would like to add, Stephen, before I move on? I Nope. Sounds good. Helium is good. Helium is indeed we good. We should do the next name with a high voice. I'm not going to do, do that. Please don't do that. Uh, so the next one was another big man in the trenches, Brent Key, committing to getting some big guys. Another local kid from Parkview in Lilburn, Georgia, Jordan Floyd. Now, this is not to be confused with another commit in this class, Jordan Boyd. Ah. Jordan Boyd is the linebacker. Got it. This is an offensive tackle. And in all fairness, if you were to put them next to each other, they wouldn't be very confusing because Jordan Floyd is six foot five, two ninety five. Wow. Um, yeah, he's got talk about meat, right? Talk about so sure. he's top seven hundred in this class. Twenty four seven has him as a top fifty offensive tackle. Twenty four seven is actually a lot higher on him than the composite. Uh, composite has him at about 58, while 24 has him at uh, 49. Had offers from Florida State, Kentucky, also Maryland, Mississippi State, Missouri, Tennessee, Alabama, Auburn, Clemson, and Georgia. Also in the mix there. So he had some some high-level Power 5 interests. Sure. But he has committed to Georgia Tech. Also plays basketball at the prep level. At 295. That's interesting. I'd like to see the dancing bear. Space eater. Yeah, I'd say so. So after that, you were able to pick up another running back from Arizona. Brent Key going a little uh, nationwide here. Picking up a 5'10", 170-pound running back from Saguaro in Scottsdale, Arizona. Jaden Matthews. He's a top 1,000 player, 992 according to 24-7. Had some offers from Arizona, Arizona State, Colorado as well. Um, also got an offer from Kansas State very recently. Then he went on his official visit to Georgia Tech and committed the next week. Nice. So very solid pickup. The other one, the next day, you got another quarterback. Sorry, there's like I said, there's a lot. So they got a Texas quarterback by the name of Graham Knowles from South Lake Carroll High School. He's top 1,000, 6'7", 220. I would assume he's a pocket passer. So that's our 6'7". 6'7". Wow. He's a big one. So that's our second quarterback in, yes. of incoming freshmen. Yes. So we I got believe, Aaron Philo. Yes, we got Philo and Knowles. So that, it's going to be interesting to watch. Um, don't quote me, but I would assume eventually one of them transfers because stuff happens, and we already have a redshirt sophomore and a redshirt freshman. But um, he we'll had see. he had some he had yeah didn't have a ton of offers. Colorado State, UTSA, Memphis, and Connecticut were the other ones, but. Um, he's gotten a little bit of helium to him. He also was playing behind Caden Anderson, who just recently went to Wyoming um, in the 2023 class. So we haven't seen him 
play full-time snaps, hmm. which I think is part of the intriguing thing. So he's more of a mystery box right now, similar to what kind of like, kind of like Kyle Trask was, where he never really started in high school because he was playing behind a bunch of other Power 5 guys. So we'll see what it is. Um, he did still throw for 1,800 yards, 18 touchdowns, and three interceptions on 72% completion when he got in. Um, there was an injury to Anderson, actually, and was a, he was able to play. Uh, start, he started five and actually went to the playoffs and was nice. three and one. All right. And then the other one, everybody, the, the alum is going to appreciate this one. Yeah, yeah, this the next is the one, one I was most This is the about. one that we like. Luke Harpering, you recognize the name. There is indeed a connection. Matt Harpering's kid, a football player, not a basketball player, a football player. Every all those other kids actually do play basketball. Right. There's an article and Luke about him. Did play, but he yes. fo- he, decided he decided to decided focus to, on football. Decided to focus. So he's coming from Mayor's School in Atlanta, which is where Matt played. <laughs> he is a six three two ten, but that might be out of date. There's an article actually about him in the Athletic, and he specifically mentioned. I've been gaining a lot of weight recently because I've started focusing exclusively on football. So he's been focusing on gaining weight because, you know, playing two sports, especially with basketball, you want to be more lean for basketball and more muscled for football. So now that he's focusing on one thing, he says himself, one, I'm more gaining weight. And two, he also said, my dad had a late growth spurt. I'm hoping that I have one too. What's his, what he, what's his listed position? So he's listed as an, um, athlete i believe but yeah. he plays edge mostly at his school i believe he's played a little bit of everything um yeah so he's played defensive end linebacker he's also played receiver but he recorded 70 tackles and 14 sacks in 2022 so hear me out keep him on the edge yeah. um also averaged 12.7 points as a basketball player and as a junior and he had a game, single game high of 34 so he's an athlete you know he's a He's a good, solid athlete. A nice little um, mystery box to pick up. The other one that Tech picked up that day was another unranked guy from Crawfordville, Florida, Nehemiah Chandler, 6'1", 165. I believe he's a safety or a DB, uh, but he's listed as an athlete. Um, had offers from UCF and Maryland, uh, two-way as a junior. Also played a little quarterback and wide receiver. Very interesting. Two interceptions last year as a junior. Going to be interesting to watch him. Um, throughout this process. So, so this 2024 class is absolutely taking shape. Yes, yeah, so we're already at 15 card commits, um, yeah. which is a very large number. For those that care, we're ranked 31st in the 24-7 composite. Woo-hoo! That could be going up here soon. Um, I have, according to sources, that Georgia Tech will be picking up another commitment either tonight or in the near future Kobe Young from New Orleans, Louisiana. He's a f- top 430 player in the composite. He's a wide receiver. Um, number nine in the state of Louisiana. According to a couple people that I talked to who are in the know, he's he's a hard Georgia Tech lean right now. All right, so we're, we're, not, we're not confirming that. We can neither confirm nor deny. We don't want to have to retract. Hopefully we won't retract that. We can't. Re- we won't retract it. We'll just say we were... I was missing. I will just. I will blame other people because it's not my fault. Right. But, but I like that. I like that you're bringing what the scuttlebutt is online and your your groups that you're running in. So, thank you for bringing that. So this class is coming together. There's uh, Brent Key is doing the work. He's putting out the offer sheets. He's finding the class that he wants, the types of players he wants. Going to be very intrigued. Uh, again, if you're not intrigued then you're not paying attention to Georgia Tech Athletics, and we want you to listen to us 
so you can pay better attention and hear about what's going on across all the different sports that we can try and touch on. Of course, the big ones are football, basketball, and baseball. Those are the main ones we cover, but we try to give you access to all the different sports. So, Joshua, thank you very much for running down. That was that was a lot of meat. Yeah, yeah a lot of meat. A lot of beef. Shout out Landon. Yeah. So thank you for bringing all those recruits and all that information. We want to let you know that uh, What's the Good Word is for you guys. If there's something we're not covering or you don't like the way we're covering it, you can email us, joshuajulian26 at outlook.com. Let us know what you think. We want to thank you guys. You know, we have kind of settled into, I believe this is going to be episode number 40. It's, it's right at 38, 39, somewhere around there. We've kind of settled into this. We've, we've almost been doing it for an entire calendar year. We started right at the end of summer and heading into fall. We've settled into kind of a good listenership number. We've, we've got a few people listening. It's, it's more than a handful, but we always want to grow it, and it's time to grow it a little organically. So we want to ask you one last favor at the end of this particular show and over the summer. If you know someone in your life that's a Georgia Tech fan or Georgia Tech alum, and they are even remotely interested in anything around sports, let them know about this podcast. We bring it to you once a week or every other week during the summer. And we just want to give you a quick check-in on what's happening across as many sports as possible. Have a little fun. Be a little goofy. But also give you some facts you can take with you. And so we'd love for you to tell somebody about this podcast. We'll do what we can to get the word out there. But speaking of getting the word out there, I just have one last thing to say, Joshua. What is that, Stephen? What's the good word? What's the good word?